Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? <laughs>
A pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. And welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's Fruitopian community radio station, CITR. We are your voice of UBC here in room 101.9 on your FM dial. If you consider the Crystal Wireless to be your house. We broadcast at 590 watts from unsuited Musqueam territory here from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of British Columbia, from Squamish to Bellingham, west across. I keep saying across, because that's how we roll. West across the Salish Sea, where frequency battles our friends over at UVic CFUV, and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places and wherever else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web, www.citr.ca. You can find many a thing there, particularly live streams, in case the radio does not carry that far to wherever you are. You can catch live streams or you can catch up on past shows since they are podcasts, which you can then play on the appropriate webpage itself. My name is Gak, and I'll be gearing you up for the next couple of hours. It will be no two minutes of hate. It will be two hours of love, because that's what the ministry has dictated. And that will be by any means necessary, so put your heads down, face up, as we get some boots in order to get start stamping. Phone number for those of you listening live right now, 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point along with giving me ample time to either shut up or then figure out the phone system because it's been a while, particularly since uh, we've been giving out another phone number for the past few weeks about FunDrive, which uh, I'll talk a little bit more about later. Otherwise, you can email me radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is under Facebook and Tumblr under its given name. Twitter, at 100air, and Instagram, myopic man so happy first day of spring it's crazy late but at least we see that uh, it's not total darkness we kind of got lucky over the past few days where we actually saw the sun and we can actually feel the sense that winter is over but of course we're going to get about seven days of rain straight so hey can't get everything all we want but at least things can grow Otherwise, it's also the Persian New Year. I'm going to completely mangle this. Noruj Magnanok. Hopefully we get all the appropriate sweets. The honey dip baklava, all that stuff. But yeah, the days are going to get longer. The sun's a little bit more probable. Anyways, thanks to everyone who helped out with FunDrive, whether it was a volunteer or as one of our donors since uh, 2017's idea was to shape our media to improve the training that we have in place to build the next generation of broadcasters, journalists, publishers, photographers, interviewers, illustrators, and otherwise radio producers. The next wave of media will be brought to you by generous donors such as yourselves. Our goal was $40,000. And the phone lines are definitely closed at this point, but still a little shy. I'm not sure of the exact number right now. We 
the uh, do rely on updates from the appropriate UBC server. Last number I did see was $26,422.27. If you did miss out on donating during the primary time of FunDrive, the website is still available, and I wholly would encourage you to donate whatever you can, and the incentives will still be there. So go to www.citr.ca slash donate. Our plans are ambitious, and we definitely need your help. Hopefully we made it to the Fun Drive finale party, even for a little bit. I know it was St. Patrick's Day. Plenty of things going on, but can't always be green, no matter what you wear, what you drink. There's some interesting bands that we're playing there. So... Hey, how about that music that we've been playing? Well, we started off with uh, music from the one of the official scores from the film adaptation of 1984, which was released appropriately that year, based on George Orwell's dystopic novel about a potential future based on evidence at the hand. What we heard was Dominic Muldowney with the cue, Was There Ever a Time? And we'll get into the contentious history of the score behind the 1984 adaptation of 1984, since uh, the Pop Apti Rhythmics were also asked to provide music. So we're actually going to listen to both scores. We'll figure it out. Then we heard Killing Joke with their 1985 hit, 80s. Killing Joke, a great English act, sort of post-goth, with that ominous vibe. But uh, if you are a music fan, especially you grew up in the 90s, that main guitar riff was definitely familiar to you since uh, Nirvana's Come As You Are kind of slowed that down. Of course, Killing Joke was totally aware of it, and negotiations were in place with Cobain's team and the Killing Joke folks until, of course, Cobain uh, killed himself. But uh, the animosity between Nirvana and Killing Joke was pretty light. Dave Grohl was a big fan of Killing Joke. They didn't steal that riff lightly. And he actually played drums on a couple records for Killing Joke. The royalty situation was then eventually addressed, so they did get some money going forward for how things are. Under the background here, this is Project Pablo and Wolfie, and this is the title track to the 2016 EP Jervis Pump Station. Referring to one of the industrial facilities as part of the Vancouver Parks Board towards Stanley Park. There's a lot to discuss in this show. We'll try to keep things mean and lean, but we have to, of course, talk about Chuck Berry, the man who basically was one of the key pioneers of rock and roll music. Born Charles Edward Anderson Berry in St. Louis in 1926, played the blues in his teens, and he borrowed guitar riffs and showmanship from T-Bone Walker. The duck walk that he did on stage all the time was based on something that he did as a kid when uh, going under a table to pick up something that rolled underneath. So, in the late 40s, Barry had picked up uh, some Texas swing and some country looks with uh, the R&B of the time. And uh, he definitely broke out with the help of uh, articulate vocals and lyrics that dealt with topics about fun times like girls, cars, and parties. 
So from that, it really tapped into sort of the youth population at the time that was coming along as part of the baby boom post-World War II. And uh, it's hard to believe that basically it became popular kicking off in the 30s and still somehow connecting with white teens. Recorded songs like Maybelline, Roll Over Beethoven, and Johnny Be Good. But we're going to start off with a lesser-known single from 1966. And this was the A-side to a 7-inch through the Mercury label. This will be Club Nitty Gritty. You're listening to the Ministry of Truth here on Exploding Head Movies Live from the radio depth of Studio here at Room 101.9 FM, CITR, Vancouver. Bike Rave is a fundamentally unique event. It's a mobile dance party that explores UBC's campus. Anyone can join this free event, bringing bicycles, skateboards to get in on the fun. We group together, deck out our vehicles in bright lights, and ride to different locations, stopping at UBC landmarks to dance, socialize, and be part of the best rave on campus. This year is the fifth anniversary of Bike Rave. It's all happening on Friday, March 24th from 8 to 11 p.m., starting in front of the Kerner Library. Get spoked!
There was a time we thought that Jackrabbit Slims would be popping up everywhere. Starting in 1995 or so, where everyone could join in a twist competition. You know that from Pulp Fiction, Quentin Tarantino's breakout sophomore film. But that song originally appeared on the 1964 album From St. Louis to Liverpool. Chuck Berry with You Can Never Tell, You Never Can Tell. I'll get the order of the words right one day. You never can tell. From St. Louis to Liverpool kind of alluded to the fact that his music was a massive influence on many young musicians. Because Chuck Berry in the 50s was unstoppable, but not only was it huge throughout the States, but exported quite nice to England. The British invasion definitely picked up on his vibes. The Rolling Stones touted the influence that Berry's music had. And uh, somehow, during a Chuck Berry uh, documentary in the mid-80s, it showed how poor musicians the Stones were at the time since Chuck Berry started chewing out Keith Richards for being unmusical. But of course, uh, the Beatles also loved Berry. First show that they played in the United States started off with their cover of Berry's Roll Over Beethoven. And there's some great video footage of John Lennon jamming with Chuck Berry on TV. Now, St. Louis to Liverpool also came out after, um, I think, Barry's second or third stint in jail. Somehow managed to still keep a little bit of uh, musical momentum going on, despite uh, having years in prison. But uh, he did have a rough life, and one thing that uh, forced him to do is that he had a habit of uh, booking shows on tour, but he forced the promoters to find local bands to back him up when touring. Because that was the way that they actually guaranteed that uh, they'd pay him. Because a lot of times he used to bring a band, had everything lined up, and then got stiffed. And some of those backing bands featured uh, people like Bruce Springsteen and Steve Miller. So they got their start helping out Chuck Berry on stage. Of course, uh, Berry didn't really speak to the bands that much. But you didn't have to coordinate 
too well with them because guess what? Everyone knew most of Chuck Berry's repertoire. Uh, Chuck Berry toured up hard into the 80s and settled in a good groove as part of the old folk circuit, but mostly jammed all the time in his native St. Louis. And he does have a final album coming out later this year. It's going to simply be called Chuck. It's dedicated to his wife of 68 years, Thameta. Alas, Barry was found dead at his home in uh, West St. Louis just this past Saturday, March 18th. At this point, the family's confirmed it was natural causes that took him at the age of 90. So may he rest in peace. Playing behind me, uh, at least previously, until I just blathered on, uh, that was the Vancouver Act Mien's. Great little bit of math rock enthusiasm there. And from last year's 10-inch Challenger, we heard Jabbar. Now, tonight, there's going to be various great shows happening. And I hope to cover as much of them as possible, especially before the doors open. Uh, like this one. Sold out. Doors will be opening in 40 minutes' time at the Commodore for a sold-out show with Japan Droids. Craig Finn of The Hold Steady is going to be opening up, and he'll be on at 9 or 9.30. And the set times I just saw posted indicate the boys, Japan droid boys, droid boys. Uh, Dave and Brian, they'll be on at 10. Japan Droid's latest album is near to the wild heart of life and explores themes tied to growing up after partying hard. And uh, the duo maintains their intense sound and it's hard to believe it's just two of them but they've uh, diversified uh, their sound since they have synths now they have some backing vocals different song arrangements and uh, the drummer actually takes the lead on one song they test drove the songs at the cobalt for four nights back in october and they're wrapping up one phase of their touring tonight and it's hard to think that like 10 years ago you'd have to go to the emergency room or the sweatshop or even catch them since they were part of CATR's Battle of the Band's Shindig, which they didn't win, but I think they did okay in the end. And right after this show, I'm going to be running to the Commodore. From near the, to the wild heart of life, this is the Japan Droids with a node to love no known drink or drug. Summer heat in parks on patios and in the street. 
Hello UBC. Okra is UBC's newest Residents Association Council, and we are thrilled to be a part of the community. Here at Orchard Commons, we value our residents, respect our community, and love catering events to our first years. Our amazing views of the ocean, combined with the open kitchen, make us a central location at UBC. Here's to a great year. Orchard Commons, the place to be. My name is Andre, and this has been brought to you by the Orchard Commons Residents Association. I was first exposed to that off of David Holmes' compilation mix from 2002 called Come Get It, I Got It. But you can find the original version of that on the 1968 album Electric Mud. Referring to Muddy Waters, great blues musician. That song was Tomcat. Definitely one of the top names in blues music. A legend of sorts. By 1968, as we heard, it was a time to experiment with blues musicians as they were trying to see what the music's like, and that was uh, Muddy Waters' Psychedelic album. 
And the backing band on that album was uh, Chicago's Rotary Connection, which featured a young uh, Minnie Ripperton before she went solo, before she became Maya Rudolph's mom. But uh, she didn't appear on that album. And Waters wasn't really fond of the overall experience with Electric Mud since he couldn't play it live. It was his first studio album in that regard. And Howling Wolf kind of put out a similar album around the same time that was very electrified. But that's uh, what the label Cadet Concept was into, which was an offshoot of the Mighty Chess label. Because uh, they had good luck with that in the past. Exhibit A. That was Chuck Berry. Because no one at the time thought that, oh, let's listen to some countryfied music done with uh, R&B background. And hey, that turned into rock and roll, so maybe they're hoping for lightning to strike twice. It was actually Muddy Waters that actually got Chuck Berry signed to the chess label. Major influence on his life. And from Tomcat, we go to what's in the background here. This is the Pulsar Music Limited, off of volume one of the Stroboscopica Sonoria Giagione Psychobeat, compilation to the plastic label. The song is called The Cat Theme. And unfortunately, we have to go into a personal sad side trip here since uh, hopefully if you have a cat, you have he or she close by. Because the house cat that lived in the house I live in uh, passed away recently. Her name was Sprocket. I think a Torby of sorts. Basically just super fuzzy green eyes and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I just remember being confused because the street I live in, there's cats everywhere and they just hang around outside. But in her case, she basically just flopped in front of the sidewalk all the time by the stoop. If not, uh, since I live in the back, when she'd sneak out, especially in weather like this, she'd just be scratching at my door. We'd hang out and stuff, so... So yeah, we have some songs about cats here, in light of the late great Sprocket, and we'll start off with Aesop Rock. Born Ian Matthias Bavitz in Syosset, New York, great Jewish name there, but he's based in Portland, Oregon, and uh, he's renowned for his immense vocabulary, along with silly content, and this song is off his most recent album, 2016's The Impossible Kid, as it deals with his adjustments in life after the doctor recommended a way of dealing with social anxiety. And the song is purely about a cat. So this is Aesop Rock here with Kirby here on the Cat Friendly Exploring Head Movies. And CITR shares some letters where you spell C-A-T. But yeah, I'll leave that exercise to the intrepid speller. You're listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Swap 20 on a spot and cop the warlock. Back at the 
seconds okay uh okay here we go um the first word uh courage if i've got courage uh, you're strong no, you're, uh, 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 i'm going you're, off to war uh, brave brave y- yes ding um the next word uh, i'm not old i'm new yes yes so brave new brave new uh, i've got zits i've got um Spots, my, uh, uh, no, pimples uh, no, no, no. D- dot yes and then the last one uh, i'm not going <laughs> out to the com, ocean com, no next uh, keep going i'm not going to the ocean net, i'm going to the uh, uh, .ca. ca yes brave new playwrights it's a theater festival brave new.ca any cat will tell you the word for great taste is meow. Kitty hand. Every kitty I've ever had loves these things. Bring you in and I'll look after you. Fifteen dollars for each kitty. Any cat will tell you the word for great taste is meow. Kitty, I'll give them all the wonderful things you Different areas to play. Land of mice. Any cat will tell you the word for great taste is meow. Used to walk traps in the rain with cocaine. Used to write raps in the traps as I sat in the rain. And I prayed that God give me a lane. Give me a lane. Give me the fame. Give me the fame and I promise to change. Won't be the same. Won't be the same kind of man that puts cocaine in this lady hang. Heard she was pregnant, I'm guilty, I reckon, cause I hear that this shit could hurt baby's brain. Heard he was normal to three in and then he stopped talking since then ain't nothing been the same. Seen her some weeks later out in Decatur, told her that I'm sorry for causing the pain. Causing me pain, causing me pain. She asked again and she grabbed my right hand. Asked him I'm crazy, said look here baby, I release you from all of your sins and your shame. Cause I've been redeemed. I found the Christ. Whatever it take, I hope you find it, Mike. The look on her face, show neck glory replaced all the no. shame and the hate and that she wear a crown. My late grandma bed had prayed with a heavy and told her to tell me lay my burdens down. Can't pick up no crown. Holding what's no. holding you down. Can't pick up no crown. Holding what's holding you down. Can't pick up no crown. Can't pick up no crown. Fifteen dollars for each kitty. Fifteen. 
down with the shame. Down with the shame. Carry the flag in some other men's name. Loaded my weapon and swore to vengeance to step with aggression right into the fray. Into the yeah. haze, into the murk. Told me to prove to them what I was worth. We'll teach you to move without mercy and give you the tools to go after the causes of hurt. You'll become death. You will take breath. This is for everything you've ever loved. Use all the pain that you felt in your life as the currency. Go out and trade it for blood. You are not you. You are now us. Yeah. We are the only ones that you can trust. You'll become fear. They'll become dust. Before this moment, you didn't mean much. You are the smoldering vessel of punishment born to do nothing but justify us. Give us your empathy. We'll give you lust. Let yourself go, my Santana. Grow up. Give up your childish obsession with questioning anything we don't tell you is irrelevant. Everything you've ever been is replaced by the metal and fire of the weapon you clutch. Can't pick up no ground. Holding what's holding you down. Can't pick up no ground. Holding what's holding you down. Can't pick up no ground. Can't pick up no ground. Meow. One more time. The original version of that song appeared on 2015 album Run the Jewels 2, bereft of any cat noises, but off of the wacky Kickstarter remix album Meow the Jewels. That was LP and Killer Mike there with the Alchemist remix of Crown, hence renamed Creown. LP did indicate that uh, with Meow the Jewels, they did make the silliest, occasionally most grating possible remix album, of course. And they did it for you. Of course, all profits made by the album did go to charity. And the most recent album came out Christmas Eve 2016. RTJ3. And behind me, this is the Bruton Beats, off of the upgraded version of the Girl in a Suitcase compilation. Referring to uh, the girl that appeared on British test patterns on the telly. And all the music that you usually found on uh, British TV. This song is known as the Sprocket Shuffle. So yeah, Sprocket the Cat. Unfortunately, stopped eating the past little while, lost a lot of weight. Food was brought to her where she rested by her owners elsewhere in the house. It had been a few weeks since I saw her last, but it was last Saturday where I had to go to the vet. And that was it. Across the Rainbow Bridge that Sprocket went, so we'll miss you, Sprocky. I'm sure some other random cat will try sneaking in the house. One has tried did see it uh, through my kitchen window once but it's not the same but of course with the weather improving in spring arriving at 302 local time a.m the cats will be out in the neighborhood again so the street will be close to what it usually is uh what do we have next year on exploding heavy med movies not involving cats. It's someone else who's in town, and the doors are already open. So if you go to the Biltmore Cabaret, there's an early show going on, and uh, things will be happening. It's the Montrealer Black Atlas, alias of Alexander Fleming. And yeah, if you head down to kind of my neck of the woods, a little more on the Coyote side as opposed to the cat side, go to Kingsway and East 12th to the Biltmore. 
Uh, Overwork should be on stage shortly. It's $15 at the door and is a 19 and older show. Black Atlas's most recent album was 2016's Haunted Paradise, and the song does appear on it. It's called Permanent Smile. after me. Bugger off. 
bugger off. Sod. Sod. Bloody. Bloody. Now put them all together. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Okay, you're in. Let's smash things up. Every Saturday, from noon to 1 p.m., listen to Generation Annihilation on CITR 101.9 FM, UBC Radio, in Vancouver. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. It'd be in the morning, early time of day. Time to wake up, baby. Time to start your day. p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, so wake up. Wash your mouth. Such language out of you. Uh, Listener discretion apply retroactively there. That was I Am You Are. That's a song that came out in the past month called Wake Your Ass Up. They had a record release party for their new album Little Death last Saturday at Celebrities. Great little local act, trio of Jenny Lee. Mikey J. Blige, and Amin Buzahe. Mixture of vocals, keys, guitars, electric violin, and bass. So, it would have been handy if I had told you that last week. But I got my dates mixed up. I was up in Whistler for a time, too. So, I don't know exactly what was happening. But, yeah. I'll definitely try to play some more of them. Especially if they'll play live again. I think I know somebody who models the t-shirts on their websites. In the background here, this is Tarantula X, and this is a song that appeared as a single in 2013 through the Pretty Pretty label. It's Tarantula X with Dystopia. Definitely a theme that we'll tuck into later in the show once we get into the wonderful world. The omniscient world of 1984. Big Brother's listening! 
Uh, Tarantula X is out of Toronto, and uh, due to some weird domain squatter activity, he sort of changed his name to Kane Vale. And he retroactively applied that name to most of his old tracks, but not this one. Hence why I call it Tarantula X, but look up Kane with a K. Vale. Quality stuff. To keep you up when things go wrong. This music will tie in nicely to Grimes, but we're going to go with a different angle here. Um, because uh, there's a Montreal act called the Plumes Ensemble that will be playing at the Fox Cabaret tomorrow, Tuesday, March 21st. Doors at 7, show at 8. And uh, they're actually doing a classical interpretations of Grimes' 2012 album, Visions. It features uh, vocals, clarinet and bass clarinet, harp, viola, keyboards, electric guitar, and other electronics. So it's Plume's Ensemble Deconstructs Grimes' Vision. 19 and older at the Fox Cabaret again tomorrow. Tickets start at $25. And how are we going different? Well, her most recent album is 2015's Art Angels, which is somehow up for an Juno this year in 2017. Because we don't know how calendars work up here in Canada, eh? But we're actually going to go with a remix that she did back in 2012 because she is an outstanding producer and uh, not really lauded as such, even though she does everything herself. So pay in mind to this. Uh, this is the Edmonton rapper Cadence Weapon and a former City Poet Laureate for that Albertan town. He's supposed to be coming up with some new music soon, but we're going to go back to 2012 this is the Grimes remix of Kane's Weapons Conditioning. Shoes around the corner from this you I'm not trying to diss you, but I look so strange because I weight train is a form of dismissal. Back pain, clothes stained by clothes brain, and it's on a late year bender. We're from panic to costing no bones about it. Got monsters in the closet in the middle of a province. Chronic abuse, throwing up youth tonic in the booth. Sonic on his button public, I'm aloof. Common proof of a loose peg square with a ruined bed. Dare you to tread around my head, it's a nuisance. Just drove it back in this just to get me on the plane. She dodged the auto body crust. She's fun on frozen rain. Just drove it back in this just to get me on the plane. She dodged the auto body crust. She's fun on frozen rain. Just drove it back in this just to get me on the plane. She Herself to hate me, and if I seem a little strange. 
facts. I live in back dish, but I got my conditioning. I know my numbers almost are it's so over, but I'm so broken up. There's only one way that old clunker is going to make you feel good again. Donate it to Bullying Canada. Check this out. Free towing or pickup of your old vehicle. A tax-deductible receipt. And a super easy process. Online at BullyingCanada.ca. Get rid of that old vehicle and feel good about supporting real solutions for change in your community. Donate your old or used vehicle to Bullying Canada today. Full details online at BullyingCanada.ca. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenum-speaking Musqueam people. What time are we on air?
From London, Ontario, that was You'll Never Get to Heaven. The title track to this year's album, Images. Out through Mystic Roses here in Canada and then the Yellow K label in the States. You'll Never Get to Heaven is the duo of Alice Hansen and Chuck Blazovic. Some quality ambient pop music, especially with the fantastic electronic bedroom scene that is London. Not England. Ontario. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Heavy Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. It is getting darker now, but as we know, the day is as long as the night now since the vernal equinox has struck. Hey, it may stop snowing one day, too. Later on the show, we will get into the film adaptation of the novel 1984 and its two soundtracks. Behind me is another soundtrack of sorts, but uh, music that was never actually officially released. This is Andrew Barrymore with this theme to the 1984 film Blast Fighter. And you can find this on a uh, 2011 cassette called Music from Unreleased Horror Scores, Volume 1. And that's through the Unholy Passions tape label. Always digs those synths. It's like John Carpenter set a path. Show how cheaply you can make it. We'll get into a little bit of fun here before we get all dire and gloomy. Or Orwellian of sorts. And uh, we'll head over to a musician originally out of Fort McMurray. Eventually based in Edmonton, then Toronto, but now calls New York home. Goes by the alias of Jexopolis. He's a musician, producer, and DJ with uh, what he quotes, a long and painful musical history. And this uh, song came to attention to me via the best of 2016 Beats in Space radio podcast mix. Originally from WNYU. So from a 12-inch last year, this is Jexopolis presents In the Night with Look at My Car. Thank you. 
The Vancouver Improvised Music Meeting 2017 presents Baltimore-based pedal steel guitarist Susan Alcorn, LA-based drummer percussionist Ted Burns, and Portland-Vancouver-based saxophonist, flautist, and clarinetist John Gross, in concert with an amazing lineup of local musicians. Come see and take part in the Vancouver Improvised Music Meeting 2017, Thursday, March 23rd at the China Cloud, Friday, March 24th, and Saturday, March 25th at the Western Front. Additionally, there will be a public workshop on Saturday, March 25th at the Western Front with dancer Barbara Bourget and bassist Torsten Moeller. Ticket information can be found at vim.brownpapertickets.com.
Probably released in 2009, at least that's the reference I saw when I had to research what was going on, but it's possible it came up before. I don't know. That was Marshall Cantorell with Cities of Ash. And Marshall, as in Marshall Law. Uh, it's the alias of Sean McBride, who's also one half of Xeno and Oaklander. Some great austere type cold wave there. And originally this song was going to, ha- this episode of Exploding Heavy was going to have a lot more of that. And a lot more music from 1984. We'll tackle it in different ways, but you'll see. You'll find out. The background here, this is Pie Corner Audio, and off of the 2014 release, a compilation of material, Blackmail Tapes Volumes 3 and 4. This is part two of the dystopian vector. Now, the original version of this song came out in 1984 by Ultravox. A song telling the tale seemingly from a lesson that uh, has been unlearned about people trying to do what they can to be with loved ones after news of a nuclear strike has happened. Of course, the President of the United States right now, the 45th in line, Seems to be pretty blasé about uh, getting the nuclear race up and running again. Which seems to have excited a lot of other people who want to get in the game. Breaking treaties. Benefiting others. As we see other countries testing missiles to see how far they go. It's almost like the lessons of 1984, both the year and the novel, go unheeded. We're going to listen to the UK producer Soil in the Synth. 
alias of Glenn Nichols, otherwise known as Dogmatics, a future funk squad, amongst others. And this is a radio mix of an Ultravox cover that appeared on the 2009 release Save a Prayer. This will be Soil in the Synth with Dancing with Tears in My Eyes.
Hey UBC, did you know that one car crash victim can need up to 50 blood donations to survive? We're from the UBC Blood for Life Club that aims to diversify and expand Canada's stem cell and blood donor registry. We hold drives across campus and we need you. Check us out at facebook.com slash UBC Blood Club to learn more on how, when, and where you can save a life. Unearthing the depths of contemporary cassettes and vinyl underground, ranging from DIY bedroom pop and garage rock all the way to harsh noise and, of course, drone. Pop Drone, every Wednesday at 10 to 11.30 a.m. at CATR 101.9 FM. My advice to young girls would be...
Before we get into what's happening behind me, let's take care of two orders of business first. What we just heard was the Plumes Ensemble, whom I mentioned before. We're going to be deconstructing Grimes' 2012 album Vision tomorrow, Tuesday, March 21st, at the Fox Cabaret. And that song appears on their 2014 album Folk Songs and Future Loves. Also recently appeared on the Music Works 126 compilation. What we just heard was one of their Baroque pop songs known as Oh Orwell. And amongst some of their Baroque type influences there, they also do play some uh, classical with the instrumentation that they have since they do have cello harps and clarinets. Some bar talk, for instance. Again, the Plunes Ensemble at the Fox Cabaret, Tuesday, March 21st. Doors open at 7, show starts at 8, tickets start at $25, it's 19 and older. And then there are some soundtracks that are out this week. Some from new releases like Life, with music by John Ekstrand, and that's through Milan Records. Brian Tyler's music from the upcoming Power Rangers reboot, that's going to be out through Veresa Saraband. You've been catching up on Iron Fist on your TV. Music by Trevor Morse is coming out through Hollywood Records on Friday. On the re-release front, fans of Ace Ventura Pet Detective, the music by Ira Newborn along with other various artists will be out through Enjoy the Ride. Going back to the 60s, the fantastic 1968 film Blow Up. There's an archive collection of Herbie Hancock's music coming out through Water Tower Music something I should definitely profile sometime. One of the scary Disney films from the mid-80s, from 1985, The Black Cauldron. There's a limited edition of a thousand copies of what's known as the encore edition of Elmer Bernstein's music, and that's through the Varessa Saraband Club. And since a little while ago we did some uh, Vince Guaraldi and Charlie Brown, there's a limited edition of a thousand copies of the music from A Boy Named Charlie Brown, done by Guaraldi and Rod McEwen. For those people who do like their techno music, Ben Frost's music from the film Fortitude is out through mute. Behind me, this is Tom Jenkinson, better known as Square Pusher back, but back in 1994, he released music under his own name off of the Stereotype EP. The song is simply known as 1994, which samples the music from a film from 10 years prior, 1984. So we heard John Hurt there and Richard Burton sampled as such. This allows us a chance to get into the world of Orwell now. And 1984, dealing with the various intersections of how language is used to corrupt things, to control thought. And then the idea 
of thought crime and then torture. So there's a lot of things I could talk about, the contributions and dissections of language that Orwell approached based on what he saw, the propaganda coming not out of only just the Soviet Union in World War II or Nazi Germany, but even what the Allies were doing, particularly on the British government side, to make sure we could shore up patriotism. But one of the long-standing aspects of 1984 is the idea of dictating what people believe, even if 2 plus 2 equals 5. Now Radiohead celebrates the 20-year anniversary of OK Computer. At least that's what a lot of music press has done as they've gone full-on nostalgia mode with perhaps the last great art rock album. But we're going to go to 2003, the lead track to their 2003 album Hail to the Thief, itself an indictment of the 43rd President of the United States. Appropriate in this time with the 45th in power. Subtitled The Lukewarm. This is Radiohead with 2 plus 2 equals 5. Just as I told you.
of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca. Drive here on NPR, and we have a 20-minute field recording of a tumluku, which is a Bosnian instrument which can only be played when you have a pierced scrotum and three kids who have been killed by a landmine. It's unlistenable radio! You understand me? You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Totally listenable radio. Hello. Hello. Boy, this is exciting. Exploding head movies. Beware the savage yeah. 
Going back 10 years before 1984, from 1974, off of Diamond Dogs. That was the late, great David Bowie with 1984. Diamond Dogs was uh, reissued recently through a massive box set featuring uh, Bowie's music from 1974 to 1976, called Who Can I Be Now? And for Diamond Dogs... Around that time, Bowie was actually planning a concept album based on the story of 1984. But uh, he had to scrap that after George Orwell's estate kiboshed it. They didn't like him working on it at all. So in the end, the back half of Diamond Dogs features the songs that survived, referring to Big Brother and all of Orwell's ilk. Which is funny, because... uh, Around the time that uh, Orwell's wife died in 1980, she had signed the rights for the movie to the appropriate producers. And the first person they asked to provide the score, David Bowie. But he made his price too high based on, I guess, how his past interactions went. In the end, the producers asked the Eurythmics to provide the score. And in the background here, this is their song, Room 101 feared part of the Ministry of Love, where they would custom suit the appropriate technique to make you break and love Big Brother, based on what they had watched through the telescreen. Now, George Orwell's novel basically flipped around the world of 1948, and uh, Orwell surmised a world whereby a perpetual war allowed for uh, totalitarian regimes to take over and suppress the population via constant surveillance as Big Brother became the figurehead of the state and misinformation was provided so nobody could really tell what was going on the lead character is Winston Smith and he records a diary of his time where he helped work on propaganda specializing in rewriting history and removing people from records as unpersons the movie was directed by Michael Radford and starred John Hurt and Richard Burton in his final role. And yeah, the producers asked the Rhythmics to produce the music for the soundtrack. As I'll talk about shortly, the director had other ideas. So what we're going to listen to is what was first released as the soundtrack to the film 1984. And of course, this is in the wake of the duo Annie Lennox and David Stewart after their smash 1983 album Sweet Dreams are made of this. And uh, they had history before, along with being a couple. They were in the band at The Catch, which later turned into The Tourists in the late 70s. They had an outstanding sort of new wave cover of I Only Want to Be With You. But for 1984, worked as a duo mixing electronic elements with vocal samples with what Stewart described as Kraftwerk meets African Tribal meets Booker T and the MGs. Of course, we know the single Sex Crime as the main hit off of the soundtrack. And, of course, the song Julia. But we're going to listen to two other cues that definitely play along with the themes from the film. From 1984, For the Love of Big Brother, this is going to be the Rhythmics with Double Plus Good here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR 101.9 FM. In Double Plus Good, Vancouver. Thank you. 
So from their soundtrack to the film 1984, that was Eurythmics. Off of their album, For the Love of Big Brother, we heard Double Plus Good. And we just heard was a good portion of the Ministry of Love. Now, as I had mentioned, Virgin, the producers of the film, opted for the pop-oriented electronic music by the Eurythmics. But the director, Michael Radford, had already been in discussion with the British composer Dominic Muldowney, whom we hear in the background here with Dead Insects and Cheap Perfume, to commission a traditional orchestral score a few months prior. Now Muldowney hails from Southampton. He's composed for TV, radio, and film, including the 1983 The Plowman's Lunch, The Ginger Tree Sharp, The Peacock's Spring, an adaptation from King Lear from 1997 and the 2002 film Copenhagen. Oddly enough, he's also written and arranged for acts like Sting and David Bowie. So the director, Radford, demonstrated the film with Muldowney's score, but uh, Virgin executed their right of final cut and they replaced most of his musical cues with the Eurythmics. And if you actually look at the credits to the film 1984, both are lauded as such. 
But Muldowney's main theme stuck in and was used predominantly in the film. But Radford openly expressed his displeasure with what Virgin decided and protested wherever he could. When he won awards, that's all he discussed. And then uh, he actually withdrew it from certain places in protest of it, too. In 1999, Muldowney's complete orchestral score was released. It was called 1984, The Music of Oceana. And I've listened to some of the other cues. So we're going to start off with the main title from 1984. And we will go from there.
So from his soundtrack to 1984, off of what's known as the music of Oceana, we heard uh, Dominic Muldowney there. We're first off the main title, and then a room upstairs in Charrington's, referring to where Winston Smith and Julia met and conspired in rebellion with Big Brother. Unfortunately, it didn't work out too well. I won't disclose more in case you're in the midst of rereading 1984, or if you never touched upon it. Mostly because sales of the book have increased over the past few months. Based on the idea that uh, 2017's version of uh, rewriting history now refers to alternative facts. Because nobody lies anymore. So yeah. 1984, the film, has two soundtracks. So, most of what was released onto DVD and uh, issued into uh, the silver screen was the Rhythmics version, featuring some of Muldowney's cues. But in 2003, uh, there was an attempt to basically try to correct it based on director input, so there was a sense of trying to return some of the saturation applied to the film to make it less black and white. And then the Eurythmics contributions to the score were removed. But, uh, of course, all the credits in the film both really highlighted them. For reasons associated mostly from the producers, that DVD was discontinued pronto and remains out of print. But uh, in 2004, back during probably the peak time of DVDs before streaming came along, there is a version that came out with both the Eurythmics and Muldowney. And in 2013, there was an option where you could basically toggle which soundtrack you could listen to. 1984 is out on Blu-ray as well. I believe it is streaming too, although I didn't fully look at which resources are doing it. But yeah, you can sort of isolate and then get the original color scheme. Now, 1984 as a film and the novel has been an influence on culture ever since Orwell published it in 1948. One of the obvious things that popped up as well, in 1985, Terry O'Gilliam released a film that was originally going to be called 1984 and a half, but we know it as Brazil. And it shared actually a lot of the set production too. But you think about stories like The Handmaid's Tale, Brave New World, different takes of dystopias, and something I'm going to try to profile over the coming weeks and months once I track down some scores. And April 4th will mark a protest of sorts as uh, many uh, independent movie theaters will have special screenings of the film. And it's in honor of the date in Winston Smith's diary whereby his first act of resistance against Big Brother happens. If you're in Vancouver, the Venerable Rio Theater will be screening 1984 on April 4th at 6.30 p.m. I'll mention it again in two weeks' time. Of course, I will also say, too, that the filming of 1984 started on April 4th that year. Winston Smith was played by John Hurt, the great actor who recently died. Died January 25th of pancreatic cancer. He still has two roles due forth. So we'll see posthumous releases involving The Darkest Hour and That Good Night. But, of course, he played a Big Brother type role in the 2005 film V for Vendetta. Another film I should profile soon, too. Anyways, that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies. 
I seem to have yapped a lot, and I've run out of time, but we'll figure out something here. Anyways, Fun Drive is still going on, at least digitally. Just go to www.citr.ca slash donate. Please help us reach our goal to shape your media. And yeah, next week, I think we're going to look at the world of all the president's men. Because we're hoping for some good journalists to come out and see what they could do with number 45 in office. In the background, this is new material from Sarah Devachi. She's having a record release party for this album. It's called All My Circles Run, and I'm talking over Chanter. And the record release party is at the Remington Gallery this March 24th, along with Ian e. William Craig, featuring an evening of synthesis, knobs, presence, analog tape, phasing, luminescence, voice, unknowing, noise, and peace. So... I'll share some more music from that album in future shows. Otherwise, we're going to close with a little excerpt from uh, something that's happening with the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra this Saturday, March 25th. And it sounds exactly like Gavin Walker's phone. No. Well, it's actually going to be the Finnish composer, uh, Kaya Sariaho. Uh, and it's part of the VSO's Idea of North. Tied to four pieces from northern countries. Two from Montreal, one from Iceland. And then this piece, originally written in 1986, featuring the first time that Sariaho fused computer with instrumental music. So some live electronics will be in play as we influence acoustic sounds and create a remarkable, dreamy, and ethereal beauty. In German, it's known as Lichtbogen. In Finnish, it's Revontulet, but we know it as the Northern Lights. This is Bihano Linto the Avanti Chamber Orchestra from a 2002 release through the Finnish label Andine of Gayasari Aho's Lichtbogen. So it goes for 16 minutes. Gavin will kick in sooner than that. So appreciate what will be offered. And I'll see you next week.
You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up right now. (laughs) 